0: Welcome back to the Fit-ish Project with your host Lathan Bass, where we make fitness and health practical for the average person like me and you. Excited to get another episode in here. Man, hopefully wherever you are at is a little bit warmer than where I am here in Iowa. We've been getting dumped on with tons of snow. I think we've gotten over like a foot and a half of snow here. And then on top of that, we've had extremely cold temperatures so i think this morning when i woke up it was like negative eight and then you add the wind chill on top of that and the real feel says it feels like negative 30 degrees which is just awful so i've been trying to stay inside stay cooped up i don't think i've been outdoors in the last two days luckily i have a gym in my basement you know have food in my fridge and so i have all the stuff that i need right now to uh Stay nice and cozy. But uh, if you're in the Midwest, hopefully you're staying warm, staying safe. If you're outside the Midwest in warmer temperatures, I'm extremely jealous and I would love to be you right now. Uh, before getting into today's topic, the other thing I wanted to mention is just got some online coaching spots open for anybody looking to make some fitness changes this year. Uh, you know, if you're somebody who's looking to change your diet a little bit, maybe figure out a way that You can eat that allows you to hit your goals, but also enjoy. Maybe you're ready to find a training plan that you actually enjoy and allows you to feel and look your best. Or maybe you just need a little bit of accountability or a little bit of help to get going. You can check the link in the show notes, send me a message, and uh, we can have a conversation, see if it's a good fit for both of us. But without anything further getting into today's topic, one thing that I often think about when it comes to health and fitness is how can we make this easier? And what I mean by easier is just like more convenient or more simple. I don't necessarily mean like, oh, this is like, you know, effortless or like crazy easy or anything like that, because just the nature of fitness itself, it's not supposed to be extremely easy. It's supposed to be challenging, especially when you're talking about things like working out. It's a good stressor to the body. You know, you want to push yourself, you want to challenge yourself because that's the way that you grow. But In certain aspects i think about you know how could we make this dieting thing easier how could we make these health habits easier or more convenient because the fact of the matter is as humans we really really like convenience we like things that are easy to understand Um, we like things that are a little bit more simple and i think we can make things a little bit more convenient and more simple the more likely that we are going to do them and stick with them and be consistent And again that's not to say that everything when it comes to health and fitness is going to be easy because i'd be lying to you if i said it was all easy because change is hard and with a lot of these things in terms of health like building better habits like starting to work out consistently like eating a healthier diet those aren't things that a lot of us were taught and those aren't things that a lot of us just naturally do so it means that we have to change our behavior and changing behavior is always a little bit difficult so there is always going to be some challenge within getting to a place where your health is a little bit better um, when you're talking about creating better habits, when you're talking about accomplishing fitness goals, you know, changing your physical body, feeling better, looking better, all that stuff. It is going to be challenging at times. So I don't want to give you the wrong message and say that you know everything is going to be easy because there is definitely times where things are going to get challenging. They're going to be hard and you just kind of have to push through those things, expect that they're going to happen and you know continue showing up and then as you continue to show up things get a little bit easier. But with that being said, there are certainly things that you can do to make the process a little bit more simple and straightforward and that's something that I spend a lot of time thinking about. You know, I'm somebody who really enjoys fitness. I read books about fitness, I listen to podcasts about fitness, I watch videos about fitness. I work out quite a bit. Like I just really enjoy fitness and health and so I'm always looking for a little Know nuggets here there that I can find or try like try new training programs try new dieting things try new habits that people are talking about when it comes to health and fitness like all those things I try to try and experiment a lot and figure out you know certain things that maybe will work well maybe things that won't work so well that way I can share those things with you guys and kind of bridge that gap of there's all this information out there some of it is very confusing it's hard to know what to do what not to do so by me being able to experiment and really try to figure out certain ways that we can make these things simpler uh, i think it can be a big help for you guys so in my last decade of you know really being into this whole fitness thing i've tried a lot of different stuff i've done a ton of different programs i've tried a lot of different diets you know listened to a lot of different health experts or people in the fitness world And throughout that process, I've been able to try some things that worked well and some things that didn't. So today, what I'm going to do is share some things that have worked really well for myself. You know, with helping me accomplish my fitness goals and health goals of losing 100 pounds and running marathon and getting in the best shape that I've ever been in. All those different things have given me a chance to try a lot of different things. And like I said, with that. I've been able to come up with some things that work really well or found some pieces of equipment, some appliances, some little gadgets here or there that are really helpful when it comes to just fitness and health in general. So I broke it down into two different parts. I have like a fitness side and then we have our diet side. So on the fitness side, I'm just gonna share with you a couple pieces of equipment or little things that I found to be really helpful and really useful when it comes to creating better fitness habits, being more consistent. Uh, getting the most out your workouts that sort of thing and then on the dieting side or more so like the cooking side i'm going to share some different appliances that i've found to be extremely helpful when it comes to just eating a healthier diet eating more quality foods sticking to you know a more consistent nutrition plan and with that being said we will get into this one starting with the cooking side or the nutrition side so four different appliances four different kitchen appliances that i use if not daily, then for sure weekly, things that i found to be super helpful, make things a little bit more convenient, make things a little bit simpler when it comes to eating a better quality diet. So the first one, the first appliance that I've used probably the most out of all these things would be my good old Crock-Pot. I've been using a Crock-Pot ever since like I got out of college and I wish I would've gotten one sooner, Maybe that would have helped me a little bit with, uh, you know, being in college and eating a little bit healthier, but it's something that I use pretty much every week, sometimes twice a week. And the nice thing about these is they're super simple. They're super easy to use and they're pretty dang affordable. Like you can go online you can find one depending on the size that you get, like in between like 20 to 40 bucks for one of these things. And like I said, I've used this thing for, I don't know, like the last nine, 10 years since being out of college and it's just been a game changer for me there's certain ones that you can use that are automatic so like some of them you turn on like the one that i have two different ones actually one of them you turn on and you just turn it to either a low or high heat and it stays on until you turn it off but you can also buy automatic ones where they cook for a certain amount of time and then once they hit that timer you can turn them off and this is nice because there has been a few times where like I've left my Crock-Pot on and kind of forgot about it. Like maybe I left the house and then I ended up staying out or doing something later than I thought I would. Or like overnight, I left the Crock-Pot on too long and then you end up like burning whatever food you have in there and like dries out all the food. So it might be a decent idea to get one that's automatic. That way you don't have to worry about, you know, ruining some of your food because I have done that a couple of times. Just the other night, I forgot to turn my... uh my crock pot off before i went to bed and left it on and ended up in the morning with a house that smelled like chicken and very dried out chicken that i could not use so having one of those automatic ones can definitely be a help these are great because you can use them for a lot of different things Uh, you can use them to slow cook different proteins so beef chicken pork things like that you can use it for like soups or stews i use use it to make chili quite a bit. You can even use it like for casseroles and things like that. I don't really use it for that too much, but I know there's people that do that as well. Uh, But basically how I use it each week, I'll pick some sort of protein. So whether it's chicken, whether it's beef, whether it's pork, uh, something like that, I'll pick it. I'll pick that protein, I'll put it in the crock pot, I'll season it up, and then I'll just turn that crock pot on for, you know, six hours or whatever, let the meat cook let it get nice and tender, and then I will shred it up and then I can use it in any way that I see fit. So sometimes I'll just use it and have the same meal the entire week. Sometimes I'll have the meat and then, or have the protein and use it for different types of meals. For example, like if I make chicken, I might have burritos one night, then I might have salads another night, then I might have chicken stir fry another night, and then I might have like a chicken sandwich another night. So like you can just make a big lump of protein And then you can use it in different ways if you're somebody who doesn't necessarily like to eat the same meal every single night. And again, this is really nice because you just go, you throw it in the crock pot, you kind of forget about it. You don't have to like sit there and cook a bunch of food and spend a bunch of your time or anything like that. But then when it's done, you have this big source of protein. So, you know, obviously it's easier to get your protein when you have it already cooked for you there. You're more likely to use those meals versus like if you don't have anything prepared, sometimes it's really easy to just go you know, grab some fast food or grab the thing that's most convenient and a lot of times when we're grabbing those things that are super convenient they aren't necessarily the healthiest thing for us or things that are helping us get towards our you know health goals so having that prepared in the fridge ready to go is super super nice and it's something that i do at least once a week sometimes twice a week and for that reason i'm a huge fan of the crock pot it takes very very little cooking skills takes very little prep time and you can make multiple meals at once and you know stay on track with your goals so big fan of the crock pot if you do not use one of those or if you struggle with like having enough time to cook or maybe you just don't enjoy cooking or you're just find yourself always like getting fast food or going to the most convenient foods try using a crock pot because it can be a game changer uh, the second thing is a blender so For a very long period of time, my breakfast was the same pretty much every single morning. I would have a protein shake and then I'd have like a piece of fruit or I'd have like protein shake with like toast or something like that. So I've used my blender like literally thousands of times. I've had it for quite a while and it's great for protein shakes. If you're somebody who doesn't really use protein shakes often, then you might not need or get that much use out of like a good blender But like I said, for me, I use my blender like literally thousands of times. And there's all different types of protein shakes that you can make. You know, there's tons of recipes out there. One of my go-tos is basically I would just get some sort of liquid. So whether it was milk or almond milk, or sometimes I would even just use water. Like if you're trying to save some calories and maybe you're trying to lose some fat, you could just use water. That works fine. Then you add some protein powder, any kind of flavor that you enjoy. Then I would typically add some sort of fruit in there. And then you could also add other things. So like if you're somebody who maybe is looking to get a few more calories in there, maybe you're trying to gain a little bit of weight or you just want it to be a little bit more filling, you can add in like some oats, uh, you could add in some peanut butter, you could add in some honey, you could add in some extra fruit in there. So there's all different types of ways that you could, you know, add things in there to spice it up a little bit. Uh, if you want a little bit more protein you could always add some greek yogurt in there or just add a little bit of extra protein powder in there so again like i said tons of different ways that you can try different things and have a lot of variety within your protein shakes one of my favorite go-to's that i used to have almost every morning like when i was having that similar breakfast i would make the same protein shake almost every single morning i would do skim milk then i would do like some blueberries some strawberries and some cherries. So I would just get like a mixture, you can buy them like in a frozen bag and they just have that nice mixture of those different berries in there. And then I would add a little bit of uh, peanut butter powder. So not necessarily like the peanut butter, just because I wanted to save a little bit of calories. I didn't want to have a bunch of extra uh, fat in there with the peanut butter. So I just used the powder instead cause it tastes the same, but you're just saving a lot of calories. Um, and then I would add some vanilla protein powder and that was it. And I mixed that up and it would taste kind of like the Crunch Berry cereal. You ever used to eat that as a kid i always really enjoyed that and it tastes really good so that was my go-to protein shake that i would eat like i said almost every morning monday through friday just because it was quick i knew that i would have high protein breakfast and it's something that i could always take on the go so it was really nice to have that so like if you're using you know if you're having protein shakes on a daily basis maybe you have them after your workouts or maybe you use them as a snack or for breakfast or something like that having a nice quality blender is really, really nice, just because you can do protein shakes, you know, in a shaker bottle and just with water or milk or something like that. But if you really want like a good protein shake, having a nice blender is really, really nice. So blenders are a good thing if you're going to be having a lot of protein shakes and you can use it for other things as well. Like I'll use it occasionally, like for if I'm making like, you know, pancakes and I need to make the batter or something like that, or like I'm making brownies or like I'm having like baked oats or something like that. I'll use it then, but a majority of the use definitely came from the protein shakes. So again, if you're somebody who really enjoys protein shakes, having a blender can be uh, super nice. Number three on the cooking side uh, is an air fryer. I got an air fryer. I think probably now it was probably like a year and a half ago, and it's another really good appliance for people who don't like to spend a ton of time cooking like myself, because you can put things in the air fryer and you don't just have to stand around and wait and go do something else. You know, for a lot of different things that you'll put in the air fryer, you might have to like flip it or whatever halfway through. Like if it's chicken, you might have to flip it halfway through or like move your vegetables around or, you know, whatever the case may be. But you don't have to just sit there like over the stove for 20 minutes cooking something and paying attention to it. You can just kind of put it in there, set the timer and then come back, switch it around and then put it back in and then you're good to go. So you spend less time actually cooking, which is great for people like me who don't really enjoy it. It's a little bit healthier because, well, quite a bit healthier because you're saving a lot of calories because you're frying. And typically when you're frying things, you're having to put it in a bunch of oil, which isn't necessarily the healthiest thing. So you're frying this thing, but you're doing it without the oil. So you still get the good taste. You get the crispy you get the crispiness but you don't get all the extra calories with all the oils that seep into your food from like deep frying things which is super nice you know you can find these for fairly cheap too which is really cool uh they're all over the map just as far as like price you know based on how big they are and the size and their brand and things like that but like i think i got mine on sale and it was like 40 bucks uh it's not huge but it's big enough for me and i can make quality meal in that thing and really nice like I use it probably on a weekly basis if I want to change it up just as far as like maybe I don't want to do chicken in the slow cooker I just want a little bit I want a different type of chicken I want it to be a little bit more crispy or whatever I'll throw it in the air fryer and then taste a little bit different give you a little bit of variety which is always nice to have uh, some of the ways that I use mine and I know there's literally like hundreds of different ways and tons of different recipes in things that you can do with an air fryer, but I mainly use mine like for vegetables. I use it for like potatoes or like homemade French fries, use it for chicken quite a bit and salmon in the air fryer is really, really good. Um, So those are the, some of the ways that I use mine, but like I said, there's literally tons of different ways that you can use the air fryer and I'm no pro when it comes to just cooking and, you know, things in the kitchen. Um, So I'm sure that you guys could probably figure out, you know, some better ways to use your air fryer, but highly recommend the air fryer. Really, really nice appliance to have in the kitchen and makes things a little bit easier and more convenient. Uh, and then my last one, my fourth and final when it comes to uh, appliances that make being healthy a little bit easier. This is something that I recently purchased, but I'm absolutely loving it. If you follow me on Instagram or you know social media, you probably see me talk about this thing. And that is the Ninja Creamy. I freaking absolutely love this thing. I've only had it for like a little under a month now, but I think I've used it almost every single day. And so if you're somebody who like really loves ice cream or like maybe you like like sorbets or smoothies, uh, you can get a ton of use out of this thing. And basically how it works, it's super, super easy, very like basic and easy to understand, easy to use. Uh, you can buy like either pre-made protein mixes and just use those. You could literally just buy like a, a pre-made protein shake, like a, you know, Premier protein shake or Core Power or Fair Life or whatever, pour it in your little cup that they give you, Put it in the freezer for 24 hours, take that out, put it in the machine, and you could literally have protein ice cream that way. But there's also different ways that you can mix and match different ingredients to make some ice cream. So what I've typically been doing is I use milk, protein powder. I use a little bit of a natural sweetener, um, some sugar-free pudding mix, and then I'll just add in some toppings in there. And some of my favorites have been I've made some pretty, pretty good uh, strawberry ice cream. I've had some Reese's ice cream. I've even done a Kit Kat ice cream and you can make it almost into like a blizzard type consistency. There's different functions on it so you can kind of play around with those and figure out what consistency you like and play around with like different ingredients to figure out, you know, what you really like. But like I said, tons of different options on there and one of the coolest things about it is like it's super low calorie. So like entire pints of ice cream are like anywhere between like 200 to like 250 calories, which is awesome. Plus if you're adding protein powder or like protein shakes in there, you're also getting a high protein snack so like low calorie high protein tastes really good and it's super easy to make like what's not to love about it so like i said if you're somebody who really likes like desserts or more specifically really likes ice cream highly recommend one of these things because it is awesome and I'm definitely looking forward to using this thing. I was kind of joking about it on my social media the other day saying like if I would have had this thing as a kid, maybe I wouldn't have been so overweight because I loved desserts, especially ice cream when I was a kid, I would have like a good 2 to 3 scoops of ice cream almost every night like anytime that we had it, I would have it as a dessert and having this lower calorie high protein option might have helped me out a little bit. Like maybe I wouldn't have been such a big kid, but Anyways, highly recommend if you're an ice cream fan, Ninja Creamy. Um, Sometimes you can find it on sale. You just got to kind of be strategic and keep an eye out. I got mine on sale and got it for like 30 bucks off. I mean, it's fairly expensive. I think I ended up getting mine for 170 bucks. I had a gift card, so I was like, why not? Let me pull the trigger. But knowing what I know now and how much I've used it, I definitely would have bought one sooner. But uh, like I said, highly recommend this thing. So those are the four for the cooking side. We have the crock pot, we have the air fryer, we have the blender, and then the Ninja Creamy, all things that can make eating a little bit healthier, more high quality diet, sticking to your meal plan, being more consistent, a little bit easier. And then, so now we're gonna get into the fitness side of things. These are four different things that I have found to be super helpful when it comes to making fitness a little bit more convenient, getting a little bit better workouts, making better progress, and just overall just being more consistent when it comes to being active and getting your workouts in. So the first thing on the list, it's actually three different items, but I just lumped them all together because you use them for similar things. And that is a resistance band, a lacrosse ball, and then a roller. So I use these three different things for like mobility purposes and or like warm-up purposes. And I use them almost all pretty much on a daily basis, if not daily, then for sure, weekly basis. Um, and they're really good just because like for the band, you can use them for warm ups. You can use them for even some exercises within your workouts, you know, things like curls, band pull-aparts, tricep extensions, some rows, push-ups, squats. If you want to make them harder, you can use them for pull-ups if you want to make your pull-ups easier. Um, so the band is really nice just from an aspect of like you can use it within your workout, but you can also use it as a good warm-up tool. I'll use the band before most of my warm-ups and especially before like my upper body warm-ups to get my shoulders warmed up um, and use it in some different ways there. So super cheap, something you can keep in your gym bag, but it's really nice to have just as a, as a nice warm-up tool and even you can use it, like I said, for some exercises as well. The lacrosse ball, I use this to like dig into like tight muscles or sore spots. I'll use it to roll out my feet. So It's really nice like for me i have really tight traps and i always get like different aches and pains like in my neck and things like that so i'll find sore spots and i'll just put that lacrosse ball in there you can either do it like on a wall or you can do it like laying on the ground but basically you'll just put pressure into these spots And you just try to sit there for a while, relax a little bit, try to breathe while you're pressing into these sore and tender spots. And eventually you'll notice that your body just kind of releases, your muscles relax a little bit and you'll notice that you start to feel a little better. So if you have like those weird aches and pains. Like I know I'm not the only one who has those things, especially as I'm getting older, like tight spots in your back, uh, tight spots in your neck or your traps. You can even use it like on different spots on your legs too, but it's really nice to just like pinpoint those sore spots and of get into those areas and create a little bit of relief and loosen up those muscles a little bit and then like i said you can roll out your feet with these too like if you've never rolled out your feet feels great and it can help with just how your foot functions so super simple thing you can do buy a lacrosse ball keep it in your gym bag they're like seven or eight bucks i think on amazon or you can go to like a sporting goods store and grab one of those but once you start using these and noticing like how it makes you feel i definitely think that it's something that you'll find yourself doing more and more and then lastly uh, within this kind of group of things is the roller I've always really liked using the rollers uh, I use it in my pre-workout so basically as a warm-up like get my body feeling good get it primed up get it working in the way that it should be working also sometimes use it as a little bit of a recovery tool just to get some movement in similar to the, the lacrosse ball but now you're just hitting like a very bigger area hitting a little bit more of the muscles but it always just feels really good to roll out if you're somebody who has never really rolled out. Something that you might want to try. I always feel a little bit more relaxed and ready to go after I roll out. So put those three things together, things that you can keep within your gym bag or keep in your gym, but really nice for like mobility purposes and then warm up purposes as well. Because you'll notice if you take care of your body, you know, you're taking care of those little aches and pains and those sore spots and things like that, you'll notice that your workouts start to get better and you just feel better on a daily basis. Like if you're doing those things, you know, doing a little bit of mobility, doing a little bit of stretching, doing a little bit of light movement with these little tools, you'll notice that your body just is feeling better overall throughout the day and within your workouts to help give you better workouts. So highly recommend all those things. They're all pretty cheap and you can find them um, either online or like in a sporting goods store, but definitely recommend those three things. The second thing within the fitness side is a good pair of wireless headphones. I have a pair of AirPods that I've been using for a really long time. I think I have like the second generation AirPods. And an important thing to remember, like when you are looking for some wireless headphones, is to find some that fit your ears really well. Because I have multiple pairs of wireless headphones. I bought a pair of, I think I have a pair of Beats. And those ones do not fit my ears nearly as well. So like if I'm trying to do something like really active, like run or... know moving like explosively or powerfully they fall out of my ears so they are not very good for working out but the airpods that i have they fit my ear really well and i they never really fall out like i used them when i was training for my marathon i use them when i'm doing like explosive stuff even like running and even some jumping stuff like they stay in my ears pretty well so make sure like if you're finding some some wireless headphones that you find ones that fit your ears really well uh, you also want to make sure that you have some that have a decent battery life. I bought some cheap ones one time just to kind of see like what they were like and i was I think I was just kind of in a pinch and I just needed some headphones and the battery time was just awful on them so then you're always having to charge them like and then sometimes like you forget to charge them you get to the gym and they're out of battery like it's just a whole deal so find some that have decent battery life so you're not always having to charge them and they're ready to go for your workouts. I know too, they have like some over the ear wireless headphones as well, which I actually have a pair of those too. I don't work out in those a ton. Uh, I used to work out in some over the ear wireless headphones, but I found like, since I sweat quite a bit, that was kind of an issue because the squishy part on the headphones gets stinky and like, it's just hard to keep clean. So they kind of start to smell and it's just not, not great. So I don't prefer those when I'm working out. I mean, if you're somebody who doesn't sweat a ton, maybe it might be all right. But for me, I found that the wireless buds, like the AirPods that I can put directly in my ear, they work a little bit better. And I use these like all the time, not just for workouts, but I'll use these for walks. Like when I go on walks, I'll use my my AirPods to listen to podcasts or listen to music. I'll use them when I'm cooking to listen to different podcasts. I'll use them when I'm doing like mobility or stretching, just because it's a really good way for you to... What's called habit stack. Basically, like if you have music that you really like, or maybe you have podcasts that you really like, maybe you listen to audio books, whatever the case may be. If you have things that you want to listen to, pairing it with an activity, maybe that you aren't super thrilled about doing, whether that's stretching or mobility or cooking or you know cardio or maybe even working out on some days. Like if you can pair those two things together, it makes the activity that you're not necessarily looking forward to a lot more manageable and not as miserable (laughs) so like for me like I don't necessarily love cooking but like if I throw on a good podcast makes it a little bit better or like if I'm doing the dishes or if I have to do chores around the house like I'll listen to a podcast something that I really enjoy listening to and it makes that certain things suck a little bit less so it's a good thing to use if you're trying to build habits and if you're struggling to build certain habits like You know, having some good music to listen to, having some good podcasts or good books to listen to can really help you start to build more habits and be a little bit more consistent within those habits. So a good pair of wireless headphones, definitely recommend those. Number three on the list, three or four, these are wrist straps. So wrist straps are basically things that you put around your wrist. You can get them in like different um, styles, basically. You can get them, they just look like long nylon like straps, I guess, like, I don't really know how else to describe it, you can get some that actually like hook around certain bars. And there's different styles, like I said, the ones that I have, they're just long straps, they wrap around the bar and you use these to hold different things. So it could be to hang on to a barbell, it could be to hang on to dumbbells, it could be to hang on to like a cable attachment or a pull up bar, or whatever else you need to grab. But the thing that these help the most with is your grip. So basically, you'll get strong enough or you'll get to a certain point where your grip is the limiting factor within your exercises. And if you can't hold on to the bar or the dumbbells or whatever, like it's preventing you from getting stronger, that's an issue. You want to make sure that whatever exercise you're training, that your grip isn't the limiting factor. So for example, if I'm trying to do like some really heavy RDLs or I'm trying to do some deadlifts and I feel like I'm strong enough, like I know my legs are really strong, but I can't hold the bar for long enough that's an issue and that's where straps can come into play so for things like deadlifts rdls for rows for pull downs anything where you have to hold the bar you feel your grip is really struggling and that's that's the reason why you can't do more weight that's where wrist straps are super super helpful so you use those that way you can continue to get stronger your grip is no longer the reason why you can't go up in weight and you'll notice that you can build more strength which is a good thing build more muscle have better workouts, get better progress, all that good stuff. So wrist straps, super good thing that you can have and add into your gym bag. Just keep those things on hand. Like I said, especially for like back workouts or even leg workouts, like where you have to hold the bar and do different things with like lunges or split squats or Bulgarian split squats or RDLs or deadlifts, like all that stuff where you have to hold a big amount of weight. They can be super helpful for that. And they're pretty cheap as well. Like I think you can get a pair for like 15, 20 bucks, just depending on what style you get. So that, that makes it nice too, but definitely helpful if you have those for, you know, your, your workouts. And then the fourth and final thing to make your workouts a little bit better is to get a good pair of shoes. And what I mean by that is to get the right shoes for whatever it is you're doing. So a couple different examples for you. So when I was training for my marathon, I went through two different pairs of shoes. I just when I first started, I went online, I found a pair of running shoes that I kind of liked, like the way they looked, I did a little research. They had good ratings and whatnot, but I didn't ever have a chance to try them on. So I just bought them and I bought them, ran in them, like they were all right. But as I got closer towards my actual event, my shoes were wearing out a little bit. I was noticing like they were kind of wearing down. So I was like, well, maybe I should go get a new pair of shoes you know, before the marathon so I could train in them a little bit and then actually run the marathon in these shoes. When I went to get the second pair of shoes, I went to a running store so I could actually try them on, talk to somebody who was knowledgeable in that area. That way I could ask him some questions, make sure I'm getting the right fit, things that I should be looking for, all that different kind of stuff. And that ended up being a much better experience because you know he let me know some of the things I should be looking for, what type of shoes I should be looking for, for the type of runner that I am, and really got me dialed in on a pair of shoes that fit my style of running and my body size and my foot shape and all that different stuff. And those shoes felt much, much better than the first pair that I had. So I say all that to say, you know, know, like if you're doing a certain type of exercise, whether it's running or whether you're weightlifting or whatever, like you want to make sure you have the proper shoes. The other example would be like lifting. So like if you're lifting, which is what a lot of people do, they strength train, you want to make sure that you have the right shoes when it comes to lifting and mostly i'm talking about lifting for like lower body exercises or lower body workouts so when it comes to like upper body you don't necessarily need like anything crazy with your shoes you can pretty much wear whatever and be all right you know as long as your shoes are protecting your feet you know in case you drop a weight on your foot or something like that you want to have some coverage on your feet so safety wise you might want to make sure that you just have some tennis shoes on but it really doesn't matter what type of tennis shoes you have on when you're doing upper body lifts but when it comes to like lower body exercises or leg exercises, you want to make sure that you have the right shoes. So you want to have like a nice flat sole, you want to have a little bit wider shoes so your foot can spread out a little bit versus something, let's say, for example, like a running shoe where a running shoe is going to be a little bit more slender, it's going to have like a cushy heel, it's not necessarily going to be flat. And that is not great for lower body exercises, because we want to have a nice stable surface think about it, right? If you're trying to do a squat or a lunge or something, would you rather have a nice stable foot with a wide anchor point? Or would you rather have something that's a little bit skinnier? It's a little bit like wobblier, more cushiony, a little bit more unstable. Which one do you think is going to give you better results when it comes to like lifting the most weight or moving the most forcefully? Probably the one that's a little bit more stable, right? So when it comes to lower body exercises, you want to make sure that you have shoes that are good for those exercises. And Some good ones that people use in the past, uh, I know a lot of people have used like Vans because they have a really flat surface. Some people use like Converse, you know, old school Converse because they have flat soles. There's different CrossFit style shoes out there that are pretty good. Um, I use Nike Metcons for some of my workouts, or I even have actually like some weightlifting shoes, which are have a little bit of an elevated heel, bigger surface, those sort of things. But those are a little bit more expensive, and I don't necessarily think that you need those but you want to find a shoe that is flat and a shoe that is stable when it comes to your lower body workouts because you're gonna be able to push more weight, which is gonna be a good thing for building strength, building muscle, getting better progress, all that good stuff. So making sure that you have the correct shoes for whatever type of exercises you are doing is definitely going to be helpful and give you some good benefits. And with that being said, that is all of them. So had four on the dieting side, the nutrition side of things and then we had four on the workout side of things and hopefully you were able to you know learn something new maybe there's an appliance or a piece of equipment out there that you are now looking forward to trying to make your fitness journey a little bit more simple and more convenient and have a little bit better uh, results when it comes to you know chasing your goals so uh with that being said Appreciate you guys listening. And um, I guess one other thing too, before, you know, we end this thing out, like if you guys have different uh, things that you found to work really well, maybe it was an appliance or a piece of equipment or some particular little thing that you found to work like really well, shoot me a message because I'm always looking for different ways to learn and, you know, try new things and see what stuff there is out there. I mean, I find different stuff on social media all the time, just as far as different little things that I can try. So if you have some good ideas, you can always shoot those to me. I would love to uh, learn something new. And then just a reminder with the uh, coaching spots, if that's something that you're interested, got the online coaching spots open. And with that being said, appreciate you guys listening and we will see you next week.